I'm your host, Deanna Butcher, and welcome to the podcast, where we're talking to real people in real time, with real stories that will awaken, illuminate, and transform our lives together. This is The D Word. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about how to say no and I'm giving you 10 tips, 10 little areas, 10 little things to think about when you're trying to figure out what you need to do, how you're going to set your boundaries. So are you feeling like you find yourself in positions where maybe you're a doormat, you're a people pleaser, you deal with perfection and meet other people's desires before meeting your own? Do you feel that you can't balance your obligations or that you feel like you're out of control and you can't set boundaries? Well, I can help you with that. And I've been there many, many times (laughs) with various variety of situations, variety of people, jobs, you know, you name it. And I learned how to say no. And this was the biggest thing regarding my stress and anxiety and the direction of healing that I wanted to achieve. So today we're going to go through that. So if you haven't already, this is a continuation now of giving you the tools you need to succeed. So if you haven't already checked out our first podcasts, uh, we did one about balancing obligations. We did one about burnout. We've talked about strength. Now this one's how to say no. So as we've been talking here about, and certainly our theme for the D word is to awaken, illuminate, and transform our lives together, we are doing just that. So that balancing obligations, burnout, and strength was about that awakening, right? Recognizing that these are areas that we might be struggling with and that we now need to work on. You know, something here isn't right. We're going to focus on all that is going well and those little things that aren't going right. How do we fix it? Right. We don't want to carry that any further into our new chapter of our lives. The next leg of our journey, we want to progress and heal and take care of ourselves. So this podcast on how to say no is a part of this illumination stage, right? Where we've now awakened it. We understand what's wrong. Now we're going to fix it. So this is going to be one of those tools that you can utilize to succeed in this healing. So these are little things that I've utilized. You know, they might be different for you. Some of these things you might not fully resonate with and that's okay. Take the snippets of it that do find new ways and get those juices flowing a little bit. Maybe you on your own, once you kind of get into this, you can say, okay, well, I might not do step three, but I think I can do this instead. This seems to work for me based on my personality. So really just like anything, self-awareness is important. So if something else you know is going to work for you, utilize that and talk about it in the community. Head on over to the dwordproductions.ca and chat with us there. We're on Facebook as well. When you join the community, uh, you'll have access to these discussions. We're going to continue talking about the podcast over there. And on Facebook, you can find us at the D Word Community. And yeah, so we're really excited about it. So go ahead, share with what you resonate with, what you found was your aha moment in this and maybe what you've done in the past you know what situations or people are you having to say no to and what are some of those complications that are preventing you from moving forward you know is it because it's family is it your adult children is it something else it's harder to walk away from we're going to be talking about that over there at the community so head on over there and certainly as well If you want to join our exclusive membership, you'll be able to see the tiers of the Awaken, Illuminate, and Transform. So you're going to find the tools you need to succeed, and you can join that membership today. You can find that at thedwordproductions.ca. So we're going to jump right in here and how I feel like I can help you out. You know, when we want to set boundaries, I think that's really the biggest foundational reason why we'd say no, right? Like we want to set boundaries. Things aren't working out in our favor and we need to 
find the strength within ourselves to say no, but then we also need to assess what's going on in our life that's not working. Because a lot of times, you know, we willingly, because we are in control of our energy, we're in control of our decisions, we're in control of how we handle situations. So we are putting ourselves in these situations. So we're going to take responsibility for that, not beat ourselves up about it, but we're going to say, you know, once I can take responsibility for putting myself in that situation, then I'm going to have the strength to deal with it. I know I'm in control then. When I realize it's my responsibility, I can be in control. These other people are not in control. I don't have to fear what they're going to say if I say no. And we're going to explore those things. You know, we're not going to worry about their reactions. We're just going to take a look at what can we feasibly do and still do in a respectful way. None of these things mean that you have to go out and fight or quit your job or, you know, do anything drastic here. This is just about fine tuning that, uh, how we handle situations, right? We want to go within and, and, and really assess, right? And I think that's, you know, you've heard me talk about this before. If you've tuned into the balancing the obligations and the burnout, our number one thing was, you know, so step one here is audit where your time goes. So take a look at that. If you are burning out and this is why you need to say no, right? You need to assess where your time is going. Is it going to continually the same group of people or is this in your partnership or your relationship, your marriage, are you always the one doing everything? Are you solving all the problems? Uh, you know, really assess an audit, do an audit of your time. And initially when I did this for myself, because we talked about this in the burning out podcast, when I, I kind of hit that rock bottom, it's like, well, how am I going to fix this? And again, I took control over that. I became self-aware and understood, okay, I am allowing this to happen. So where can I make this right? What can I immediately say no to? And I wrote down in my day timer, you know, if there was a phone call that was being made and it was taking a lot of my time or if it was particular friends or acquaintances that were constantly downloading and bringing a lot of chaos to my life. I also audited where my energy went when it came to my business was I putting too many of my too much focus rather on the freebie hogs and the people that only show up when you have something for free or am I always giving to people who really don't want to help themselves you know and that's a big thing so whether you own a business or you're raising your children or you're working for someone else whatever this is you know, the biggest part for me was, was how was I going to balance my business and my practice? And, you know, so as a, as a mentor and a healer to help others, I was giving my time away, which is good. I think that there are situations and certainly people that were well-deserving of my time. I had a hard time drawing the line in the sand to say, okay, these people need my help and they're absorbing the information. They're taking these and they're taking the tools that I'm giving them and they're changing their lives and they're improving and they're making leaps and bounds and they're happy. They want to be happy. They want to heal. And in the same token, people are seeing that I'm doing giveaways or I was constantly discounting my services or just trying to reach out and help people. And the people that were taking advantage of these things were taking a lot of my time. And I mean, hours a week, you know, I was fully mentoring people, which was fine, but they were always coming to me complaining about the same situation, you know, the same kinds of boyfriends, the same, you know, and superficial things, you know, do they, do they really love me? Am I unlovable? How come everybody hates me? It's like, well... Let's stop the pity party. Let's find our strength and let's really assess this. Let's become self-aware. And through those things, you realize those who really aren't self-aware are having a difficult time figuring out who they are. So you do want to help them, but they also want to need to help themselves. So if you're constantly giving your time, be it your clients, your coworkers, your adult children, 
Maybe it's your spouse, your partner, your parents, the people in your life. And if you're helping them continuously and they're not taking your advice and they're always coming back and you, they're always phoning you and you have to stop everything. Or they ask for money and you have to give it to them despite not have to give it to them, but you feel like you have to because they have a bad attitude, right? Especially if it's your adult children or, you know, maybe a sibling or someone you have been helping out. They just expect you to give it to them and you have a hard time saying no and they don't take the moment to realize, well, maybe you're having financial difficulty and they don't care about that. They're just caring about themselves. So audit where your time goes and how much time you're giving to these people. And is the time you're giving them proving to be successful, proving to be helpful? And if it's not, it's time to then continue on to these other steps. So now we want to go to step two. And then we say, How do these people or these situations or my job make me feel? How do I feel before going to work? How do I feel before talking to them on the phone? How do I feel before they come for a visit or I have to go see them? How do I feel before? Is there upset stomach? Am I taking on things physically? Am I feeling always sick in their presence? Are they very draining of my energy? How do I feel during my time with them? And again, this situation, your job, whatever this is for you, how do you feel while you're in it? Is it energizing? Is it depleting? Really assess how you feel, what your body tells you. What's your body language like? Are you repelling? Are you turning away from them? Are you wanting to walk away quietly? Are you wanting to, to run? Take a look at those, those intuitive things that your body and your mind show you. You know, how do you feel? And then certainly, how do you feel after? Do you feel rejuvenated or do you feel depleted? Do you feel angry, sad? Are you crying? Do you feel stressed? Do you have panic attacks? Assess those things. And I think, again, being self-aware, right? How do you think? How do you feel? How are you reacting? How well did you handle the situation? What advice did you give? Did you really want to help them? Did you give them solid advice? Because sometimes when we get to the point where we don't want to help people, we almost either sometimes could misguide them on purpose. We could not give them all the details because we're just sick of talking to them? Were you respectfully listening? Because if you're not engaging in that as well, you're doing yourself and them a disservice. So again, we want to be self-aware. What part do we take in this? We do have a responsibility because we decided to step into the situation. We decided to pick up the phone. We decided to go and visit. So when we're there, because we made the decision, we do have to fully engage. If you don't want to fully engage, then that's where you need to, again, assess, right? And step three is that assess what you've already done for them. And this isn't about you saying, look at all these things I've done for you. And you might not even tell them things, but this is about you finding out and auditing your time, auditing the things you've done. Maybe how, maybe you don't realize how much money you've given them. And over maybe a short period of time. So really go through those things and assess. And sometimes there's people in our lives that do take from us and they don't mean to. They might mean well. They might have the kindest of hearts. And maybe you really do want to help them. But we do have to say no when things don't work out for us as well. So again, you might have those adult children or a sibling or someone in your life that is really struggling and they deserve and need your time and your money and your help and your guidance. And maybe they really are trying, but if you're not able to pay your own bills or work is really slow for you, or you find yourself taking on another job just so that you can help them pay for stuff, 
really assess what you're doing for them you know, the good, the bad, and the evil of it, right? You might have a full heart in doing it, but it gets to the point where then you realize, am I enabling this? Is there a lesson that they need to learn that I'm preventing them from learning because I'm continuing to help them? So we do need to assess that, what you've already done. And again, this doesn't come from an egotistical place. Like you're not writing this in anger saying, look at everything I've done for them and they've done nothing with it. No, because we've put ourselves in the position to help. We made the conscious choice of doing that. That's on you, right? That's on us. So we're taking responsibility for that. So assess those things. Take a look at those areas. Number four, step four, have you given them enough? or too much of your time. So again, it's kind of that auditing, but now that we've audited it, we know who they are, we know what we've done. Do they still truly need my help? Is there a time frame on this? Can I put a time frame on this? Saying, you know, maybe this is where you begin to now have this discussion with them and say, I realize you're really still struggling. Is what I'm offering you helpful? Do you find it helpful? Am I offering you value? And if I'm not, maybe we can help find someone else. Maybe there's other folks in your life. Who else are you talking to that is helping you? In really having that discussion with them at this point can be good. And saying, I see you're struggling or thank you for coming to me. I know you seek guidance from me. I am having some difficulties on my end with time, money. Am I really helping you? Because I think whatever this is, is maybe bigger than I can give you, right? And really having, even if it's your own internal discussion, because it's still kind of that auditing phase, we are still assessing, right? So you can include them, especially if they are close to you. If these are your children, your siblings, those who really are struggling and you want to help them, but now you feel like you can't, this is a good place to start putting up the boundaries a little bit. And for the most part at this point, if these people do love you and support you and want to see you do well and are grateful for what you've done for them, they will understand And maybe this is also the exchange to say, I can't give you this much time or I can't give you this much money because this is what I'm going through right now. And maybe they're in a position to help you in reverse. And this is where we get to have the balance of the friendship, the relationship, the partnership. And they can say, well, I don't have the money and you know I don't have the money, but I do know how to fix this part. And maybe now I can help you. So it's that give and take, that balance, that ebb and flow of relationships where maybe where your weaknesses are, it's their strengths. So turning that table around to say, are we able to help each other? It really can be eye-opening for you at this point and then eye-opening for them. Because again, if they're struggling, they might not realize how much they've taken. So this is a a calm, lighthearted, loving discussion you can have with those people. If you were to say, maybe this is something that's very negative, maybe this is a boss, maybe this is just a family member that always takes from you, or you know you're in the position now as you're going through these things and you're, you're the way you've been feeling and you're realizing how they've made you feel and you want to cut them out of your life later on, and that's going to be in the next podcast is when it's time to cut people out. So you'll be able to watch that or listen to that as well to take this really one step further. It's like, well, we're saying no in this one. We're setting our boundaries. And if that doesn't work, we're going to cut them out later on. So part of this is understanding that there are some steps to do before we make these big decisions. Because, you know, again, this number four, have you given them enough or too much of your time? And seeing if there's those balances that we can create now because a lot of times you know as I said they don't know 
that you need to set a boundary. So we need to have that discussion because we can't just come at them very passive aggressively in a few months time. If we've been allowing this to happen, you can't just one day freak out about this and cut them out of your life. You need to have these conversations with them. And certainly that allows them to be self-aware, teaches them how to set their own boundaries as well. So we're, we want to teach them and we want to get them to a point where they no longer need your help. So this is still part of helping them find their way, but having less of your attention and time in that. And that's going to be important. And that's going to vary depending on your situation, depending on the people. So, you know, certainly hit us up in the, in the community on the Facebook page. It's free to join that, uh, community. So, Check it out over there. If you got a particular situation, you want to bounce off the group and say, hey, I'm dealing with this person. How do I say no? Because this is what I feel will happen if I say no. Whatever your situation is, and maybe we can help you out. So head on over there. The next step, number five. Again, we kind of already touched on this, but you know, have you seen positive progress in your life? with this person, this job. So now instead of seeing maybe what they've taken, again, we're kind of looking, okay, what have they given? What have I learned? Has there truly been any positivity? Because I'm going to remove myself from maybe the recent events that have just been that final straw, right? Maybe now I've just finally had it and all I see are the negativities. Have I been able to progress and become a better person? Have I learned a lot? Have I ultimately had a positive relationship with this person in the past? And if not, then this is where we really can begin to draw the line and saying, no, this person has made me sick. This job has made me more ill, more stressed, more anxiety, less money than I've ever had. It's no longer serving me. So that's where you really can become very clear about the yes and the no, (laughs) And really begin to see, all right, we certainly need to make a change now. You know, I've had that discussion with them. It doesn't seem to be working. It's not turning out in my favor. They're continuing to take, or maybe there was an escalation there when someone just felt like they didn't want to hear what I had to say. And now it's time to move forward. Number six and seven are kind of the same thing where... You know, six being, are there more positives than negatives in this? Number seven being, are there more negatives than positives? So what do we, you know, again, do you get, say, if there's more positives than negatives, where are they at? So the negatives might be that one or two coworkers, but the positives are that you get to utilize your degree or you love your clients or you you know, love your other coworkers who developed some great relationships and friendships there. Maybe you even met the love of your life in that job and you're grateful for having that job because you wouldn't have met them. So there could be a lot of positives there. Are there more negatives than positives? So maybe the clients take advantage of you. Maybe the boss is shit. You don't have a good team. The location's horrible. It's too far of a drive. Uh, it causes a lot of stress and anxiety. I feel like I can't get ahead. There's a lot of mixed promises. You know, they, they say, well, if you achieve this goal, then you'll get a raise, but the raise never comes. You know, whatever these things are, really be clear about that. And when we're looking at those positives, take those positives and then you can say, can I take this and do this job somewhere else for someone else? Or maybe can I do this for myself? Maybe this is a great time for some of you to start your own businesses, to take what you've learned and become a mentor or a coach or something to someone else. Take all of those positives and see what you can create with those things. Get a little creative. Think outside of your box because you're also wanting to make your life better. It's not just about saying no. We're going to say no, but then we're going to change so we don't find ourselves back in these situations in these shit jobs or you know, we get rid of one person in our life, but then the next one comes in and they eventually they take from us, right? So we need to change a lot 
about those particular situations and people and folks in our life. So, you know, taking a look and auditing again, right? It's constant self-awareness, constantly looking into it. Number eight now being, what can you let go of first? So now we've assessed all those things. Is it that maybe we're going to let go of this one client that takes too much of your time and prevents you from bringing on new clients? Even looking at this from an emotional perspective, can you let go of this person and not care about their repercussions or be detached from the outcomes? Because sometimes when we become self-aware, we understand, wait a minute, I am signing up for this because of the drama. Because some people thrive with drama, some people seek out drama, and that's what they get. So become self-aware. Can you truly let go of this? If you are prob- have problems with these people, and this is a good test for that. If you have problems with these people or you're helping them and you don't want to help them anymore and you honestly don't want to do this anymore, do you find yourself constantly Facebook stalking them or talking about them incessantly? You know, talking about that bad job, your bad boss. Like, are you still thriving in all of that chaos? Are people around you telling you that they're kind of done with hearing about the drama? Are they saying, why are you helping them in the first place? Take those as social cues (laughs) to realize, okay, maybe this is more about me and I'm enabling them, but I'm enabling the drama because I can't let it go. So that's another thing too we need to be self-aware of. And that's not going to be for everyone. But there are a lot of people that do thrive with that, right? Maybe they are gossipy or maybe you like to be, have the upper hand when it comes to what's going on in everyone's life. And maybe then you realize that you're the person (laughs) that people need to say no to, (laughs) right? When we become self-aware. So this is all about learning about who you are and what your beliefs are and what your standards are for friendships, relationships, partnerships, work relationships, all of those things. And these can be continually evolving as well. So as you begin to learn more about yourself, you're going to have new boundaries that you want to set and you meet new people. So you're trying to assess them, right? So you know, you can, this is a tool that you can utilize multiple times throughout your life and to keep yourself on track as well. So things don't get worse over time. So you don't just let it pile up, right? So figure out what you can let go of first. Is it that extra hour that you spend on the phone with the person that never really wants to learn? Is it that problematic client who's super annoying? Let them go. Give them to someone else. That file is not worth your energy, right? And so take a look at those things. Number nine, what can you set boundaries with? Now this is again a great way and I found this was perfect when it comes to the workplace how I handled my business, and even ultimately how you can handle people. So whether it's, again, your adult children or a friend or something like that, pencil them in. Don't make them feel like they can just come over whenever the hell they want or phone whenever they want. Say, hey, I'm busy this week. Pop me a call. I'll get back to you when I can, and I'll I'll pencil you in for sometime this week or next week or whenever your boundaries compel you to set, (laughs) set a date and time, but that time allotment and then saying, okay, I can take a phone call, but I only have 20 minutes and then literally set a timer or have someone, if you really need the help, have someone text you or call you, you know, say, Hey, um, I'm meeting up with so-and-so today. Can you please call me in like 30 minutes so I can get out of this? Like whatever you kind of need initially to kind of get yourself going, because sometimes it can be really nerve wracking to set a time allotment and then stick to it. So whatever you need to do, you don't want to be shady. You don't want to be mean, but be open right away about your expectations because then they don't know how much your time is worth. They won't know that you have something pressing going on. So be upfront and say, Hey, Yeah, I can take your call. It might not be till Tuesday and I'll have about an hour if that's okay, but I can sit with you for an hour or we can talk for an hour or how about I'll pop by. (laughs) That way you can leave whenever the hell you want, right? 
So set time allotments and they having that standing appointment. And that was with my clients. It's like, well, if you really want to talk to me now, you got to schedule an appointment um, because it is affecting the way that I can help other people or it prevents me from helping my other clients. My other clients need me too. My time is valuable. And that's part of knowing your worth. And I think that's a big part of that is know your worth. Because you might find yourself now saying, well, my other clients pay me this much for my time. Why am I not charging this person? They haven't utilized the tools that I've given them. You know, so I need to set a boundary, time appointment only, and say, Hey, if you really want to talk to me, I've got an appointment available on Tuesday. Here's my regular rates. And let's make you a part of the business. You know, let's make you a part of my client file. We've been talking, you know, back and forth quite a bit. Let me take you on as a client. And then I can really dedicate my time to you. And we'll have a standing appointment every week or whatever you want to do. And then it becomes then an equal exchange. Because sometimes for you, it's like, well, you know, oh, I really can't afford to give my time away. I do want to help them, you know, and sometimes it's setting that boundary where if they've got to pay you, you know, $30 or $50, $100, $200 for your time, or if you're a coach, sometimes more, you know, even a lot of life coaches are $1,000, $1,500 for their, for their packages. So say, if you really want to do this, I appreciate that you've come to me. Let's make you a part of the team. Let's make you a part of my client file. For me to do that, here's my regular rates. Pick my dates and times from the website or from my booking site, whatever. And we can have a standing appointment. Then I know I can give you 100% of my attention. Then it puts the ball back in their court. You haven't said anything mean. You've set an expectation. You've set your boundary. And they can take it or leave it. And then if they're paying for your time, then they pay for your time. And you wholeheartedly come in with your whole mindset, your heart, and your dedication, and then release. Because then when there's an equal exchange going on, then you're fulfilling that obligation. And then with your packages, like many coaches and stuff would already integrate this, but even in your business or with your clients, say, okay, we're going to start this. This is where we need you to be. We're going to awaken, illuminate, and transform in this package. We do have a timeline for that. We don't want you to sit in that awakening stage too long because we're going to push you to get to that illumination. And then you're going to be so empowered, you're going to get to the transformation and then now you're going to be able to feel whatever you need to feel. You're going to have everything you need to have and you're going to be in a position to help others. That's where we want you to be, right? So you don't want them sitting in the awakened stage forever and it's not even fair that they're paying you thousands of dollars to sit in that awakening stage, right? So give them the tools that they need with the time frames and the plan. Because sometimes people just need a plan. They need a plan of action. They need a roadmap into where they're going. And then you're going to be able to lead them properly. And once you can kind of treat them then as that client or treat them that way, you're going to just know how to help them. You're going to get into a good flow of what you need to do. And so say then, maybe it's not a business. Maybe this is your adult children. Maybe this is a sibling or a friend. And you can say, okay, I'm going to set my time allotment with you here. And you can say, well, you know, if you're really having these relationship problems, maybe it's time to go and see, you know, a counselor or a healer or a professional that can help you. And maybe you when you reach out to them and you say, Hey, I know so-and-so who is a family counselor who'd be able to help you. Do you want me to give you their contact information? Right? So have a way out as well with that situation and say, you know, as, as we're setting these boundaries with your time, you're going to say, Hey, I can't help you with this, but these people can Get in touch with them and then tell me then how they've helped you or tell me what you think. And again, it puts the ball in their court and they again then as well get the tools that they need. So it's going to maybe take some time for you to regain this control to set the boundary. You're still going to find yourself doing little things for them until you can really transform 
how you're handling the situation and then how they're receiving it as well. But even the mindset shift between I'm no longer a doormat. I'm not a people pleaser. I don't have problems with perfection and I care about my own desires over the desires of other people when it comes to people taking advantage of you, right? And, and do that. And really how you begin to kind of heal from these situations. And number 10, the biggest thing is, is what I really enjoyed doing was, you know, heal from this situation or person or whatever this was that you need to say no to. And despite your need to release this, you may still be grieving. So allow yourself to grieve. Allow yourself time. Because... Again, this could be your adult children. This could be a sibling. This could be your best friend that now you've got to set boundaries with. And if that relationship severs or they don't talk to you for a while or you don't want to talk to them, you want to sever the tie. And we'll be talking about that in the next podcast of when it's time to cut people out. And just because you know you need to, you know, maybe you've been in that job for 20 years You've met a lot of great people, but it's been all you know. You're going to grieve that loss and that transition. And and you're going to grieve that. And that's okay. And that's okay. Take the time that you need to heal. And as you're healing, consistency is going to be huge. Maybe we'll even make this like 10B. (laughs) Because it really is a part of your healing But it's also more about them realizing that there's a boundary. The door is now closing. Yes, this is now coming to an end. I really need to understand that is being consistent. Don't reply right away when they need you, right? Reconfirm why you cannot, right? And you're not apologizing here and you don't have to validate why. You can just say, I am really busy this week. I do have time on Monday at two o'clock. We can meet for an hour. And they say, well, I can't do one o'clock, but can we do Friday? Sorry. Or you can say, yeah, see, again, it's apologizing. But you can say, oh, no, I can't. I only have, you know, whatever, one o'clock on Monday, two o'clock on Monday. And say, if that's not good, then maybe you could talk to someone else in the meantime. But I do have a lot going on right now. But whatever you're doing, keep it short and sweet and to the point. Keep saying, I cannot. As I discussed already with you, my responsibilities have changed and I cannot accommodate your request. You know, and -and so-and-so may be able to help you. If you really want to get this done right away, maybe you can ask them. And then don't reach out to them either. <laughs> Again, don't re- don't recoil in the drama. You know, just let it be. No Facebook stalking. <laughs> you know, and, and watch how you react to that as well, because they, they could start bucking right now. They might not like that you've had to that you've said no. What do you mean you've said no? You know, we meet every Thursday, not Monday. Like. Well, no, I have Mondays. Or you can pay for my time. (laughs) I'll open up a Thursday. I'll open up a Saturday if you're going to pay for your session. Whatever this is, right? Whatever your boundary is. But be consistent. You know, and then don't check in to see how did it work out for you. And because sometimes we get into that people-pleasing mode and certainly where we know we need to cut back, is that phone will ding and you might even have a certain ringer for that person. Get rid of all those certain ringers. Get rid of all that extra details and that awareness and quit thinking you're so important. (laughs) Especially if it's your work, right? Clients and people can wait until regular hours. Or if you're wanting to grow with your client list and you have business hours, Don't respond to their text messages at 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night or in the middle of the night, for God's sake. Wait till business hours. Set those boundaries so people respect you. And, you know, when they do 
again, as I said, you know, when they do message you or call you, let it go to voicemail, let them text. You might be aware that they've texted you, but don't open that message yet. Wait, they're not dying. And if they are, you're the last person they should be calling. (laughs) They should be finding other people, other ways, emergency situations. Like, you know, unless their ass is on fire, they have someone else they can call for that. So don't respond right away because then as people begin to say, oh, wow, she really is busy. Because if, if we say, oh no, I'm busy on Thursday from one till three, but they call you at one 30 because they will (laughs) just to see if you're busy and you forget. And then you talk to them till four, then fuck you. You aren't busy, (laughs) right? So set your boundaries. Don't reply right away. Stick to your guns. And that, that helped me immensely. And then not apologizing and saying, oh, I'm sorry I can't today, but maybe I can tomorrow. No, I can't because I don't want to. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to say. And I stick to it. You know, and even if it means literally copying and pasting what you've already said, and certainly if this is at work and it's in an email, you know, as I discussed already with you, my responsibilities have changed and I cannot accommodate your request. So-and-so may be able to help and keep being consistent. And if they realize that that consistency is not going to budge or you're not going to pick up right away, well, they'll just move on to someone else because if they want their answers right away, because they know you're at the moment that it dings, you're already replying well, that's the service they're used to because you've allowed it to happen. You've given them that all access pass to you without boundaries. So they're going to have to learn that, but you're going to have to integrate that in a kind way because you've allowed it to happen, right? You can't just be aggressive now after being passive for so long. You can't just lose your shit yet. You have to learn to set boundaries. And then those people that keep pushing them, fuck it, you know, and, and be stronger in that way overall as you're healing from this I found you know kind of coming back to that grieving because it's hard when they keep trying to reach out to you and you have to set your boundaries it's going to be hard for you certainly again if you've been very emotionally connected to these people or this place or the outcomes allow yourself the peace and the grief to to move through this you know allow yourself that time but don't sit in that energy for too long because you need to move on and so some of the things that I had done was you know writing letters and then just not sending them and if oh my god and if you do write yourself in an email do not put the don't put the person's name in the to field Leave everything empty. Just start writing your email or put it as a Word document and then delete it. Don't save it for someone else to find. Don't print it off at work. Don't, you know, like think about what you're doing here. (laughs) You don't want to accidentally send it to people. But write that letter. Write it out on paper and then shred it, burn it, bury it. I don't care what you do with it. But, you know, releasing that energy and the anger and the healing and the mourning and the grief, everything you're doing, write that down. And then once you've gotten all that out of your system, you can do things like prayer or meditation, but bringing peace and love into that space. Maybe now you have the, the ability to Bring in new clients that you really want to serve. You have a specific service you want to give or maybe it's in the workplace. You've always wanted to do this job and now you're going to have the time to to level up at work. Maybe you want to do the same work, but now it's maybe time to shift. Maybe it's time to start searching for a new new place to work where you can do the same thing, where you're going to be able to excel. And then even when you do find that, because this is also a thing, a lot of times we transition with our jobs. Don't burn bridges. So when you are coming, you can say, look, I've really learned a lot in this space. And maybe if this is an open person, your open boss or HR, something like that, you can say, look, you know from the experiences, it's not really the best environment for me. I do struggle with stress here. There are a few people that are hard to get along with, and that's fine. I accept that. You're not going to have peace everywhere you go. But I think it's time for me to move on now. 
and say thank you for everything you've taught me, even if you hate the boss. See, I appreciate everything that you have done for me here. And, you know, maybe give yourself three examples that you can share, you know, say thank you for hiring me on and teaching me or for giving me this position and responsibility or whatever this is, my own office, <laughs> whatever they leave in, if it's a little thing, like anything that you can be grateful for so that you're leaving them with a good lasting impression and saying, you know, this is time for me to move on. I appreciate what what we've done here I've learned a lot and I think it's time for me to move on and either run my own business or do something else or work for someone else and then you know do that solid handshake and walk out and they might be pissed off they might be coming at you with non-disclosure acts and you know non-competitive clauses and all that shit but just be as balanced as you can be know that you've got a plan know that you're walking out you might not get a referral from them. And if you haven't had a good relationship with them, don't ask for a reference. <laughs> Do not put them on your resume, you know, because you never know what they're going to say <laughs> about your situation, especially if they're upset you've gone to a competitor, right? So assess that situation. But even if it is your job or you're afraid of losing your job, if you stick up for yourself, well, Find a kind way of doing it. Don't get to the point where you are on stress leave or your your anxiety gets the best of you or you begin to have a fight at work because this all comes out, right? And so, you know, know that these things take time. Do one thing at a time, one person at a time and be patient with yourself for this whole process and only take on what you can and be honest about what you cannot take on. And certainly, you know, if it is with people that you do love and want to take care of and they are trying, there does still need to be a boundary that is set. So, you know, taking on what you can and being honest about what you can't. So telling people, I really can't, I'm really struggling. And if you have that open relationship with these people, say, I really can't, I'm really struggling right now financially. Maybe when I'm in a better position, I'd like to help again. Right now, I can't. And being open about the why so that they can have compassion and maybe be in a position to help you too. You want to see where you're headed and you want to keep moving forward. So don't allow yourself the energy to rehash these past difficulties. Move on. Know that you have been strong that you are setting these boundaries, you're learning to say no, and unapologetically so, and you're writing yourself this dedication that you're not going to move forward in the same way. You're going to handle your situations with grace and dignity and calmness. And if you can do this right, people won't even know you're mad at them. I got so fine-tuned at doing this that people didn't even realize I was even mad. They even considered that I was their good friend (laughs) when I wasn't. (laughs) I was just kind and saying, oh, I really do see you are struggling with that. I'm sorry I can't help you. I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's like, oh, for Christ's sake, you know, you'd hear them coming down the hallway and it's like, don't come here, don't come here, don't come here. It's like, fuck, they're here. (laughs) It's like, oh, you know, I can't do that for you right now or I can't do that or, oh, I got myself in this situation and now I can't take that on. And they'll be like, okay. Or you'd even feed their ego and you'd say, I liked how you did that last time. Try that again. I know you've got this. You've got this. You're overthinking it. You're good. Take a smoke break, whatever you got to do. And I bet, you know, after lunch, you'll be fine. You're always fine, right? And it's just learning about how to, how I guess you'd want to be treated too, right? And then being an honest, because if you like your job, you like the people, it's only just that one person. And maybe even they really aren't that bad. But bless their heart, they're just not (laughs) self-driven. Don't let it ruin your day. You know, allow it to play a little game with them. Maybe you can bring in some humor into it. But the moment you begin to stress or feel like you got to take on responsibility or you're one of these people that say, I got to do the job of seven people, they're not doing anything. Well, then you're doing that to make yourself feel important. And that's your own self-crap. That's things you got to work on. 
it's usually pretty easy to set boundaries with people. It's all in how you come across and how you say, okay, yeah, ultimately within yourself, especially if you're a people pleaser, it is hard to say no the first time and, and stand in that conviction, right? And be confident and repetitive. And once you do, people for the most part respect and understand that. And oftentimes if it's in the workplace, they have the same obligations too. So, you know, maybe it's, they're like, oh, D, I really need this help right now. It's like, well, I can't help you with that because I've got this going on, but I know you're really good at this. So do you want to swap? Right. You can come up with a million ways to solve that problem. You can say, oh, well, I do have this on my plate. If I help you with this and I, I audit this for you, or I take a look at the numbers or I'm, you know, or I verify this design for you. Can you go and look at that for me? Because I, I had to put that on the back burner and maybe fresh eyes will help. Makes them feel worthy and important. And then they're going to have a more respect and ease when they are around you. And oftentimes it's their confidence boost that you give and they'll come to you less and less and less. So be creative about it because otherwise they're not learning and you're taking on too much. Because if you hear them, you know, scuffled on the hallway and it's like, fuck, they're coming. Okay, yeah, give it to me. And then you put it on the table. You're sitting there mournful old hag by the end of the day because you don't want to do this shit. And yet they're standing around talking to people, having a smoke break because you've allowed it to happen. And you're mad that now they're off doing nothing. Well, yeah, you took their responsibility and gave them nothing in return. And you're teaching them how to treat you. <laughs> so... Being self-aware and, and, you know, again, going back to that point of, you know, are you allowing this to happen? What is your part in this? Because we, we chose to do that. So yeah, make those changes, make those choices. And hopefully this has helped you out. My 10 reasons and how, (laughs) why it's important to say no. And hopefully this is giving you some, some extra oomph. And so if you're hearing this on the weekend, Take on Mondays nice and strong and and find this balance for yourself. Really, it's just a matter of deciding and that's kind of the biggest part. It really isn't as hard as you think it is. So come into the discussion, see us over at the dwordproductions.ca and you'll be able to join our membership, exclusive members only content over there and you're gonna love it where we continue to give you more of the tools you need to succeed. If you like this podcast today, hit that uh, thumbs up, that like, whatever this is on your platform you're listening to, leave some great comments below, share it with your friends, post it on your social media. We'd love to share all this information with everyone want to gather people so that we can awaken, illuminate, and transform our lives together.